everywhere you turn, there is COVID-19. Not just the pandemic itself, but the bombardment of information, misinformation, concern, and deeper fears. The question now is, how can we keep our mind safe in such a worrying time? Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Hi and welcome back everyone to In Living Campus Season 6. A huge, huge thank you to all our viewers who have been supportive and loyal of us ever since we go live. Thank you for tuning in tonight's show and your presence tonight are highly appreciated. So, for the first episode of the new norm in Living Campus, we brought to you a very important and relatable discussion with our two very amazing and special guests whom I adore and respect most with the title COVID-19, Fighting COVID-19, looking, looking After Our Mental Health During the Pandemic. Please welcome Brother Ayman Amri, or famously known as Ayman Psychologist, and our very own IIUM Student Union representative, Sister Anna Sofia, to our show tonight. <laughs> Please welcome. Thank you very much, Brother Ayman Amri and Sister Anna, for joining us. Um, how are you guys feeling today? Alhamdulillah, I'm good. Except my right eyes, as you can see. <laughs> yeah, I, saw, I, I just saw it. <laughs> <laughs> you can unsee it now. Yeah, alhamdulillah. So perhaps before we begin, you guys would like to introduce yourself a little bit, a little bit to our audience today. Uh, please welcome Brother Ayman. Uh, hi everyone. Everyone can hear me well. First of all, thank you for the invitation from the IIMTV for this session. And Assalamualaikum to everyone. It feels good to be back in here with UIA program. Uh, my name is Muhammad Ayman bin Amri, or you can usually know me as Ayman Psychology uh, because I talk a lot about psychology. Maybe after if I talk a lot about skincare, so maybe Ayman makeup. Okay, just kidding. <laughs> Okay, uh, I'm currently pursuing my master in UIA. Uh, wow. UIA student actually. Just broke the Twitter. But still, UIA student, but have not experienced any of the food in Mahala. Have not mm. living in Mahala yet. Also, didn't go to the <laughs> class yet. Still ODL since the first day my class. Still no biawak, still no sharma. No biawak yet, but I already follow them on Twitter. Also, <laughs> also the kucing, kucing your in. Oh, I follow oh the, the fat cat. Ah, yeah. All right. Okay lah, good preparation. <laughs> uh, okay, so Sister Anna, maybe perhaps you can introduce yourself to the audience tonight. Right. Hi everyone. So my name is Anna Sofia. You can call me any Anna or Sofia or Anna Sofia both. So I am. I'm a casual food lover, a tetari person, and currently I'm a public servant in IIM Student Union. Yeah, it's like an organization that caters uh, anything about the students, but right now we focus on the welfare. But what I want to say tonight is thank you to you, Dayang, and also to IMTV. It is a surprise to get the invitation. And it is a surprise yeah. also to be accompanied by Ayman Psychology. 
when you guys mentioned Aiman Ambi, I thought I thought I heard that name somewhere. Like where? Uh, <laughs> so it's the Aiman Psychology. Yeah, the Aiman Psychology. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So thank you very much. So as you can see, we have two amazing hosts. I mean, two amazing guests with us today. So I hope everyone is excited as me as to to uh, to learn and to have a fruitful discussion. As we hope that by the end of today's live show, we will know on how to better take care of our mental health during this time of pandemic. So without further ado, shall we start? Okay. Let's Fantastic, Let's great, all right. Okay, so according to World Health Organization, fear, worry, and stress are normal responses to threats or at times of uncertainty and unknown. So, it is understandable that people are experiencing these emotions in the context of COVID-19 pandemic. So, my question to Brother Ayman is, to what extent does these emotions require uh, uh, medical or at, uh, professional attention uh, with regards to the feeling of emotion, uh, stress, worry and anxiety? To what extent does do these emotions um, need the uh, need that person to seek uh, medical help or go to professionals okay um before we before i answer this question uh, we have to understand that this pandemic that is happening globally uh, it is not something something that we used to experience before this uh, it is something new it is something novel and it is something that we cannot say that there's a specific guideline to go through with this issue. Uh, in fact, the term, the effect of psychological well-being during this pandemic, uh, there's also a word or a term start to surface, such as pandemic anxiety, loneliness uh, during okay. the pandemic. This is something new. However, uh, whatever condition that we are going through in this world, either pandemic or your inner, inner, inner struggle and so on. It's all back to our very basic principle, the concept of mental health itself, which is uh, mental health is all about taking care of your mental well-being, your optimum level or your ability to do or to have the best mental health as possible, meaning that you are being the most happiest and the most positive and the most optimum level of yourself. So this is the, the definition of mental health. So how is affected by during this uh, COVID-19 and this pandemic issue? Uh, there are a lot of issues that are going to resurface because of the pandemic. But one of the things that I can share that related to students is when you are being forced or when you have no choice but to stay at home or to stay at Mahala and to have your class online. The only way to see someone else is by through screen, screen. like this. Uh, I am. I believe that IUMTV uh, in the in the former session used to be in face to face session, right? Uh, in the studio, but because of the pandemic issue, we cannot be in the studio together to talk about this. We have to be in the virtual room. So this is one of the new normal that we have to adapt. And this can affect our mental health in terms of first, our anxiety. Because we have a lot of things to think, we have a lot of tasks to accomplish, 
Uh, you have to be a role as a student, as a as a husband or as a wife, as a daughter, as a son. You have to juggle a lot of multiple roles in the in the same day because online class means that you for those who are staying at home you you stay at home but at the same time you also need to be a daughter or son so this is a challenge that you sure. for those who cannot you're not ready yet it will make you become anxious the anxiety of thinking that you cannot perform in both of your roles so this is one of them and the, the second of them or the last uh, last but not least is the modern loneliness because you are unable to be socially active with someone else. You cannot go out. You have to take care of your distance. Even when you see uh, a person face to face, you have to wear a mask where you don't see all, all throughout your face. It becomes affected in terms of the social well-being. You start to feel like a certain loneliness or certain emptiness because you start to disconnect from the world. So if we are not being careful, this could, this could lead into a different problem such as depression and anxiety disorder in the future. Mm -hmm. So before we reach the extent that we have this depression anxiety disorder, when wh where is the limit? When should we seek medical? Is it when we suddenly feel anxious and then we say, oh, I think I have to go and talk to a professional about this? Or did it happen continuously after one week? I keep on feeling like this. I'm not being myself. So what are the symptoms or what is the uh, red flag for us to meet professional health care? Okay, uh, I wouldn't give the, the list of symptoms because different symptoms have different diagnoses. So I'll just mm. give you a general overview or as you said, a red flag, uh, say a sign that you need professional help. Uh, for me, it's always about the first one when you start to feel inconvenience in terms of emotion and your mental well-being you start to feel inconvenient inconvenient means that you hate that feeling you hate that too, you feel anxious you hate that you mm -hmm. feel stressed you hate that you feel sad and lonely in the mahala so you hate that feeling set the first sign and second that kind of feeling that inconvenient feeling start to affect your daily life function meaning that your eating appetite affected your sleeping pattern affected your social behavior affected your your focus in focusing in the class affected your focus uh, in performing your assignment affected any daily life function any daily life function affected that's also a red flag and the third one and the most important thing is when this feeling this inconvenient feeling start to occur repeatedly meaning that it's not just for today then tomorrow okay but it start to become okay today tomorrow the next day the next day you start to feel the feeling keep continuous and keep continuous even being worse and worse so that's one of the i would say that three formulas that you should know either you should seek professional help or not if you have all three of these please go seek help right even iim i believe you have a e-psychotherapy uh, called impact i-m-p-a-c-t you can google it impact iium where they provide a e or online psychotherapy by clinical psychologist in iium so you should try that if you have any kind of uh, feeling towards this so it is important when we see all these three signs three symptoms uh, we should uh, say that this is alarming and we should seek for help 
you know yeah. um can people observe that for us like can um our friends tell us uh, like i think maybe we don't feel it maybe we don't see it but our friends tell us is that also considered a symptom probably mm, because we are not functioning ataupun where we are, because we are not being ourselves so when mm. our surroundings uh, see that to us perhaps it, it is time for us to seek a uh, professional help right yeah and there's nothing um, wrong to seek professional help Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. True, I agree. True. So, um, therefore, with that being said, what is the most effective method to keep our mind safe during this time of pandemic? Uh, Brother Aiman, what is the, the most effective method? In fighting the feeling? Yes, in Sorry. keeping our mind safe, basically. Okay. Uh, in term of taking care you mean it as in mentally mental health perspective right yes okay uh, actually the answer is quite answer it's quite long but i just try to simplify this simplify into six formula actually the explanation is wrong but i just give you overview for each of these six formula so i call this formula in order to take care of your mental health doesn't matter in what kind of situation you are in either pandemic or not pandemic uh, we call i call it as serens S-E-R-E-N-S. Uh, so S, S is not Sofia. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So S, the first one S is social. You take care of your social interaction with others. Uh, during this, this pandemic, there's no, there's, no, there's no excuse for you to not take care of your social because you still can hang out online. Uh, so you try to call your friends, video call with your best friend just to have a conversation so s is social so s e e is entertainment so whatever you do whenever you're feeling stressed whenever feeling not good whenever you're feeling you're full or you cannot uh you cannot control the burden that you are going through uh, always take care of your entertainment meaning that do something that make your mind feel excited feels joy uh, mary kondo said sparks joy so do anything that, yes. do, do anything that make you feel happy uh, that maybe make but as long as the entertainment must be something that is short and sweet uh, because i don't want you to say that let's say you have an assignment uh, you've been working on your assignment for too long for maybe three hours then you're feeling stressed so you remember uh, i'm in formula uh, e entertainment <laughs> then you go watch uh, stay uh, you, you watch startup k-drama uh, for one season uh, that's not entertainment, uh. that's become escapism. So it must be something short and sweet. Maybe watch uh, funny videos for five minutes, uh, short and sweet. So S-E-R, R is recreation, meaning that you have to keep doing something physically exercise. You go to jogging, play futsal, play badminton, do anything as long as you becoming physically active. Recreation. Uh, S-E-R, E is uh, education. Education means that you have to do something that make your mind learn something every day. Uh, do you still remember that in the in the first, the beginning of PKP or RMO of Malaysia, what are the things that viral in Twitter or in Facebook? Ah, I know, I know, I know. Okay, this is sudden. That chocolate white thingy you drink, Dalgona. Yeah, Dalgona. Dalgona. That's a good answer. So suddenly everyone excited to do Dalgona. Oh, you have to do like this, you have to watch a video, then you try to do it yourself. 
because you become you're excited when you learn something new you never do that before but when you you do it you learn it in the youtube you learn it in instagram then you do it by yourself then you start to feel excited so that what i mean by education you learn something new to help to keep your mind being healthy and so s-e-r-e and n is nature uh, you have to make yourself close to nature you have to leave your gadget for a while take a brisk walk outside tell uh, take a good a very good exercise outdoor just to play with the play with the well, kitten or cat or biawak in IUM play with any nature that you can think to make your mind feels healthy uh, even we as a Muslim we as a Muslim we believe that uh, all the trees all the wind all the rocks all the water flowing all zikr to Allah remembrance to Allah so when we get ourselves close to them we also get that kind of peacefulness from them and the last one is s s e r e n s s is self-care self-care that self-care means you do anything that make yourself feel happy uh, that make yourself feel uh, healthy and make yourself feel worthy so it can be something as simple as taking a shower before your online class uh, because oh. online class doesn't mean that you're gonna see everyone face to face but still take a shower you wear nicely you put a perfume wear skincare and so on although your although the class you you didn't turn on your camera but still that act is not for the class but it's for you so that's also a part of self-care you can do a lot of things actually uh, actually the one i mentioned is my part of self-care i every day i take care of my skincare so i shower i wear nicely just for the class even sometimes when i didn't turn, turn on the camera still I feel happy because I did it I for myself. Good. Uh, you make yourself yeah. a lot of there are a lot of ways to take care of yourself. That's one of part of it. So S E R E and S. That's a very very great tip uh, shared, brother Aiman. And it's a very interesting way of putting it. You know, it's a very simple formula. Perhaps after this, you can always remind yourself to always practice this to avoid uh, to take better good care of mental health. So allow me to ask Sister Anna. Um, so as a student yourself, you are a student union representative. You are always on the go. So how do you? So how do you share your personal tips with us on how you take good care or juggle things? Uh, take good care of your mental health and juggle all uh, balance your life basically. All right. Interestingly, uh, can you listen to me, Madam? Okay, can you hear? All right. So interestingly, when it comes to uh, tips for self-care, especially, I kind of obtain it. I, I kind of practice it because other, I saw other people doing it and I saw that other mm. people taught me how to. Okay, especially when it comes to taking care of inner well-being, um, I would say I am not that expert in, in finding uh, coping mechanism or etc. But I learned from a lot of people. So yesterday... Uh, Two and three and four people kind of uh, discuss, and I suddenly realized that this is one of the small, small things that that person did that I did, but um, I never thought that it could highly impact my inner well-being. First, I mentioned to you, uh, food intake. Okay, when we listen about uh, food intake, most of the time people will relate it to a physical well-being, being healthy, etc. You gotta drink a lot of water, you gotta uh, take 
less oily food, etc. You know, when we heard that, we thought it's all about physical, but no. But really, when it comes to food intakes, you know, one, one of the reasons that we feel what we feel is because the hormone in our body, you know, come out and let us feel something. You know. Most of the day, sometimes uh, the hormones, um, you know, the, the hormones that makes you feel a bit confused and mixed emotions comes from factors that triggers you. Like when you open Twitter, you see news about maybe politics or COVID or economic turndown, etc. That is one of the factors. But sometimes, have you ever went through your days where you have uh, been doing a lot of things? That's, there is not much of a disappointing news. Your friends are good, your family is happy, etc. But suddenly after your lunch or before your dinner, you feel like it's a messed up day. Sometimes it is because of your food. As simple mm. as I would say, there was this one day that I... It's a very beautiful day. Okay? But that evening I took... No, I took... I ate a chicken porridge, you know. And when I ate that chicken porridge, I taste a lot of MSG or monosodium glutamate you know, inside that food. It never came across my mind that even the, that one MSG could, you know, later make me feel, you know, anxious and being, you know, attacked by anxiety. It's just a food. And nobody ever told me that it relates. But then mm. um, when it happens, and fast forward a few weeks later when I met uh, Ida Muntaz and she talked about how food would actually disturb the chemicals inside your body, I thought it was, okay, this is important, I thought it was something that is so educational that people... People make it like jargons, you know. So, but later on, actually, I realized that food intake could really, in, in real terms, uh, affects your inner emotions, inner well-being, especially. Okay, that's one, the first tip. Okay, we might need to kind of look into that because it's it does give an impact. Secondly, I I, I think I want to repeat what uh, I mentioned just now. So I mentioned about entertainment, right? Okay, um, my friends know that I'm a person who have a lot of entertainments. Okay, but as Ayman mentioned, you need to have your entertainment short and sweet. Okay, mostly I have my entertainment sweet, sweet but long. You know? <laughs> Too long. So, yeah. Uh, oh, it's like if you have a tetari session, you would finish two cups. That kind of long. Yeah. But then that is one of my tips because. Entertainments at times, you know, the outcome it might be that you still have your um, you s- your inner well-being might be solved or might not be solved. But just for a quick catch-up, in case that, again, as quoted by Ayman, in case if you started to feel inconvenience of your own self and uh, in- inside and also because of other factors, try to find the entertainment. Okay, and the third tip, I think, um, this is very, very beautiful. Again, was being taught by my friends, which I unconsciously did it many times. I just realized it is a tip. Find your safe space. Safe space as if uh, sometimes when, you know, inconveniences hit, you know, uh, certain people would, Take the measure of connecting with others, uh, with peoples. Okay, some people would take the measure of connecting with animals. Some people would take the measure of connecting with the environment, the scenario, the uh, the wind breeze, the places. 
just get connected, you know. Again, there's this one um, group of people called the Good Society in IU, and they, they, they kind of taught me that, you know. Get connected. Okay. Safe space, um, it's like, it could be anything, actually. Sometimes um, for people, when they feel like the world is too much, there is too much things being consumed, they would go to a coffee shop, per se. Okay. Sometimes people go to coffee shop in IOM, or sometimes people go outside. Sometimes people, the safe space is, you know, sitting in their room, but maybe watching Korean drama with hot chocolate when it's, it's raining on the evening. Okay, it's okay. Some people, their safe space is, you know, playing with their cats. Some people, their safe space is straight away run to their best friend room because they got to tell that things. Some people, their safe space is going to the counseling room. And it is totally okay. Okay, As long as you find that safe space, that safe space is a place where um, all the inconveniences or all the uneasiness inside you is no longer there. You just go there. So that is the three things I would say. Safe space, know your food intake, and also entertainment. That's what quoted by Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> Great tips, actually. I hope our audience did learn something altogether. We have around eight or nine tips on how to better take care of our mental health. So thank you very much. You guys did share a very interesting point to uh, our audience today, and especially me, as I am also learning from you. So, if I may ask, uh, Brother Ayman, uh, ever since the CMCO, ever since the PKP, social distancing affects us so much in the sense that we feel lonely, uh, we feel uh, uh, stress or distance la, due to the uh, social distancing, as you mentioned earlier, more modern loneliness. So, is there any psychological explanation to that or anything that explains why do we have such feelings. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, I smile and laugh because the answer is quite long actually. I try to <laughs> compress it into a simple answer. A zip file. Uh, zip file, <laughs> yes. Compress it. Uh, so basically, just a bit overview. Uh, in the past, I mean, literally in the past when we, as a human, we still live in the cave, when the human still uh, not really evolved like now, meaning that we had, we still live in the kampong-kampong during, this is mean like a thousand and thousand years ago. Uh, our body, we have a certain needs that we need to fulfill, physical needs. So our body tells us that we are lacking of physical needs. We feel hungry. We feel thirsty. Also, uh, we have uh, emotional needs, meaning that we you need to be you need to have someone that can listen to you. You need someone that you can talk to. You need someone that you can love. You need someone that you can go out and have fun together. So this is emotional needs, and one of the needs that. I'm trying to explain here is the social needs, meaning that we as a human, we have a natural instinct saying that we have to socialize with others. Let's say uh, in the past, during the thousand years ago, uh, our body, our brain will make us feel a kind of pain. I call it a social pain a kind of uh, inner pain that you can feel whenever you start to be 
de-attached from the society. When you start to withdraw from the society, you start to isolate yourself, your body will give you a signal, a kind of social pain that make you feel lonely, you feel empty inside you, so that you will go back to the society and connect with them. This is important because in the past, we have to live in the community to survive. Sharing the cave together, oh. sharing the food together, community, go hunt a food, uh, predator, uh, prey, uh, hunter, prey, uh, hunter get food from the outside and the woman take care of the cave in the community. So we share the food, we share the resources, we share the warmth during winter. So we have to be social with the community. This is a matter of life and death. So whenever you, whenever you start to be social, uh, to be withdrawn the society, your brain will interpret that as a social pain. So that you will feel rejected, you will feel lonely, you will feel pain or struggle inside you. So that your behavior will change back to go connect with the society. In the past, this is a life and death situation. Hmm. Over the years, over the years, evolution, evolution in thousand and thousand years, this kind of social pain still survive with us. We still feel hurt whenever we are get, let's say during our school years when we are getting uh, we call it as a, uh, in my school we call it contohlah kena pulau when people mm. start to pulau you abandon us uh, abandon I'm not sure right now the term I think palau I'm still not sure lah kids nowadays and they have different term but you you understand the concept so when you start being isolated from the society from the batch from the students organization and so on you start to feel hurt you feel rejected so this kind of social pain still survive until now how we relate this to the pandemic issue is this kind of social pain indicate that we have a social need to fulfill mm -hmm. every day in our life so when pandemic came we have to take care of our social distance uh, we cannot go out as usual even when if you want to go to restaurant right now uh, we have like four uh, two or three percent i'm not sure uh, the sop keep changing i start to pening lah. Uh, but you have limited number to eat together in the restaurant in one table uh, even when you go out you have to wear a mask you cannot see your face you cannot see your friend's face you start just to focus on their eyes you don't know oh, what that's true Okay. So this kind of thing can affect your social needs. So when this kind of thing affect your social needs, the social pain came again. Mm. So this social pain is what we call as loneliness, emptiness, feeling isolated, feeling unworthy, feeling that no one take care of you, feeling that no one want to talk with you. Part of it is from this pandemic. So this, mm. this is a short version lah. Yang that I can explain. Oh, I do find it uh, interesting, right, uh, Sister Anna? Because we uh, we know we are sometimes uh, formula. I'm quite curious as to how the social distancing, staying at home, practicing uh, online distance learning affects uh, us. And it turns out it is psychologically true. It is proven that in the past it is a, a matter of life and death, and it creates social pain when we are distanced from each other. Hence, explains uh, why we feel like this. So I hope there is a new knowledge that uh, we can learn tonight based on the uh, sharing session. Uh, so I think we have uh, reached at the end of our live show. But before that, one final question for Sister Anna. Um, so recently, like uh, tonight, right now, IIUM 
conducted a grand mental health awareness week with the slogan kindness and compassion in your opinion why are these two important why are these two are important in dealing with mental health uh, patients or mental well-being basically what is your opinion or say on that wow kindness and compassion it's it's a really big word my answer would be in this unprecedented time everybody is doing their bare minimum bare minimum everybody is trying to reach that bare minimum like there is so much thing that we have to do just to continue the next day just to make sure the next day happens like example when it comes to relations whether it is friendship or whether it is being a child or whether it means about uh, with special persons or with you know colleague and workmates it could be in terms of relation or it could be in terms of academic engagement where things constantly came you have to constantly um, learn new things you have to constantly engage with groupmates or maybe there is side commitments as in finding extra income for the family or taking care of sickly parents or grandparents you know all of these things force human being force us as a whole to actually do just the bare minimum for something else and maybe that something else is everything of ours but it is only the bare minimum of what the affected person could do because because at the end of the day um we would say in terms of numbers and data yes um, with COVID, with this pandemic, comes like a huge chunk of people who already had um, disruption in terms of inner well-being. Then we have new people coming in, okay. And with that, it will create a ripple effect problems. So my my concern here is that when most of us are doing bare minimum on something, you know, it does really takes uh, kindness, okay, compassion. It's going to be something next that I will tell. It really takes kindness, not just to understand that um, other people are doing bare minimum, but we ourselves, we might did it and we are might currently did it on something. So we might need others, um, I would say, others understanding and other people kind of kindness just uh, to, to see the bigger picture. You know? mm-hmm. Because as how you often, you know, like... Uh, people always told us that you gotta do what you expect so yes it it does make a lot of sense why kindness and compassion is like i would say it's my everything because everybody's doing the bare minimum and next because like just being mentioned about food i really like the topic of hormones like the hormones inside you okay why some people say when you think like you create a mindset it could become a reality it all because of hormones when you have a mindset or you believe you could be successful the hormones is, is, is that one special creature that actually makes it happen okay so kindness and compassion actually triggers that creature to exist inside you so if you really wanted somebody to have a, a great day somebody to successfully you know go through their life it just trigger that things how do you trigger that kinds of hormones 
it is the kindness and compassion. And last but not least, when it comes to the inner well-being and inner universe, because you know, inner universe means it's vast and it's big. Everyone have that inner universe inside them. And inside our inner universe and our friends' inner universe, there is a lot of complicated, complicated and complex things. Complicated in terms of good things, you know. Complicated and complex things. But then when people express the complexity and the complicatedness, sometimes it becomes friction. In this world, we see a lot of frictions. You see frictions the most in politics. You see frictions the most in uh, your two best friends that argues. You see frictions in terms of uh, a lot of leaders in a decision-making, in a room of decision-making. So there is a lot of friction. But the one that I would say, is that the word transcends? The one that actually passed through all of those frictions is kindness and compassion. Only when you have that, that you actually will pass through all the frictions in those worlds. So that is why kindness and compassion plays roles because those three things. First, there's a lot of frictions. We, we don't, sometimes frictions is the one that will affect uh, other people's inner well-being, other people's mental health, and you don't want that. And second, like I mentioned um, uh, about hormones, okay? Mm -hmm. It is scientifically proven that if you have that kindness and compassion, it gives up the hormones, it triggers other people to be happy. And last but not least, the important things, the first that was being mentioned, everybody is doing their bare minimum on something. So mm -hmm. it takes this two duo, the kindness mm -hmm. and compassion, Sometimes it matters, the, it is the whole world of somebody to get that. Mm -hmm. That's all. Thank you. Thank you very much. I cannot believe that it's already 38 minutes since we go live. I think I have a lot more to share, a lot more to discuss about what to do. Orang Melayu cakap, masa mencemburui kita. Itulah cemburu sangatlah nampaknya malam ni. So uh, before we end, I thank you very much uh, Brother Aiman, Sister Anna Sofia for spending your time. It's a very pleasant and uh, honoured for us to have you in Indivin campus. Perhaps any last words from Brother Aiman and Sister from, uh, Anna before we wrap it up? Any last Bro words? Brother Aiman? Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, uh, my last word is more like a challenge. Uh, I want you, all of you who are watching this video right now, I want to, I want you to make a challenge throughout this pandemic. Doesn't matter PKP or PKPB or PKPKPKPKP. I want to, I want you focus on this challenge, and this challenge, trust me, will change your life. It's simple, but it's gonna change your life which is every day i believe you are watching this uh from your a you're a student meaning that you are muslim okay for, for who are for those who are muslim who are watching this video right now my challenge for you is whenever after you finish praying let's say after subuh prayer zohor prayer asa prayer doesn't matter any of the fardu prayer after the prayer uh, 
other than zikir, other than doa, other than all the thing that you used to do, read Quran and so on, I want you to spend two minutes just focus on your breathing. Just focus on your breathing. You don't need to do some, you don't need to do anything else. Just sit there, close your eyes, breathe through your nose, and exhale through your mouth. Do this repeatedly for two minutes, and every breath that you take, focus on the sound of your breathing. Keep doing it for two minutes at least. I want you to do this. This is a challenge for you. Uh, I, I will not tell you what is the benefit of this. Uh, if you follow me in Twitter or in my YouTube channel, sometimes I talk about this. If you attend to my online talk before this, I talk about this. But those who don't, just do it. Nike. Yeah. Just do it. <laughs> and trust. <laughs> Sorry, I'm mine. I cannot miss the chance of printing. My, my roommate did it every day. Uh, just do it every day, every single time after your daily prayers. And trust me, you will feel the difference. And the dif this is a very small thing, actually, but it gives a huge impact for your mental well-being. Trust mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. That's all for me. Thank you. Thank you very much. So, Sister Anna Sophia, any Ooh. last words? Last. If I might give that last word, I'll give the last letters. <laughs> just I just want everybody to know that your inner universe is very beautiful like I mean it okay so in whatever circumstances that happens don't worry on the moments that you feel there is inconveniences okay just make sure that you get connected with the world and if you can't Make sure you get connected with yourself, okay? And how you could do that? I would end it with what Ayman just said. Make sure you find only two minutes after your prayers or after you have a really good time or a bad time. Just breathe. Mm -hmm. And I hope to see you somewhere. That is all wow. for me. Thank you. Thank you very, very, very much. A very impactful and very interesting session. So I hope that our audience tonight did learn something uh, from our live session. Uh, before we end the show, I would like to say that uh, IIMTV is currently having a 100 giveaway. Uh, and the code for today's live session is Mokbang. So take note of all the codes of our every live show and you will might be the winner of the 100 ringgit giveaway. With that being said, I think that is all from us. Don't forget to follow us on our social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and subscribe our YouTube channel and listen to us on Spotify. With that being said, I'm signing out. Thank you very much. Thank you, Wada Aiman. Thank you, Anna Sophia. And thank you to all our guests who watch our live session today. Bye. Thank you.
been the best Ramadan for me. Alhamdulillah. Finding your confidence with the great. Uh, one of the orang tak tahu pasal sampah yang ada di landfill-landfill. Satu tarikh yang diterima oleh uh, umat Islam. Tapi api ni dia macam main lagu ganas-ganas. Oh, oh, tapi kan, you know, contoh-contoh wanita yang yeah. berjaya. Yes. Yes.